0: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya and online at fanstreamsports.com and the FanStream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Well, your Tampa Bay Rays get off to a great start of this three-game series against the New York Yankees, winning 6-3, to three, and finally, finally getting the best of one Masahiro Tanaka, with that, don't look now, but your Rays are on the heels of the Yankees in the AL East as they sit at 15-9 and while the Yankees are 16-7. and Good vibes all around, Ulysses.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I lost that uh, over-under bet if six runs were scored yesterday, but that's okay. I'm going to be happy anytime the Rays can win at the Bronx, especially against... Tanaka, like you said, who they've been really having such awful luck. Mm-hmm. And after uh, Cash took, um, you know, the managerial reigns of the, of the race, the race have just done awful. I mean, they showed the, the, the numbers uh, last night in the broadcast. I think 13-35 and 35 is their record. I mean, they haven't won a series. It's, uh, they've pushed, yeah. but that, that's about it. And it's nice to get ahead of it. And looking at the big picture, this mm-hmm. game meant a lot. Because not only does it get um, seven wins for this road trip for the race, okay, but it also gives the race four out of five against the Yankees in in, in a year that you only have to face them ten times. So one win already guarantees a wash against the Yankees, and you want more, so there's a possibility that the
0: Rays could come out victorious. Yeah, and I will say, in that first series of the season against the Yankees at the Trop, where the Rays took three of four, I would have said, two of those games, two of those wins could have gone any way, if not for Mikey Perez coming through in the clutch, pulling a rabbit out of his hat, who knows what happens. The Rays very easily could have lost three of four in that instance. But this game was, I mean, the Rays were pretty dominant throughout thank you brandon Lau. thank you austin meadows thank you blake snell thank you bullpen even with a couple of hiccups uh chas road diego castillo you know getting the the blood boiling if you will uh, (laughs) i'm
1: gonna add two guys to that which is the kk hustle triple and i know he also got a double uh and perez driving him in right after that they were actually the, the first ones to get it started and then set up Meadows w- with the hit and then Bilal with uh, w- with the big bomb. I mean, it, w- it was just a very nice see the line moving. That's when we talk about line mm-hmm. moving. We don't talk about the line moving when, you know, the race win <laughs> 17 to 8. Uh, yes, yeah. we, we get it. The production was there. But the line moving is when you score those three, four runs. And you don't let somebody get cold within that rally. Somebody with men on first and second just doesn't strike out one, two, three times. That's what we're talking about. Keep the line moving. KK, Mikey. Yeah. And then you got Austin and then boom, b with the big bomb. That's what we're talking about. And as for Blake, I think he did pitch well. The two mistakes with the long mm-hmm. balls hurt. But I'm not really that upset about the Gary Sanchez one because he has his number. Five out of six hits. Against uh, against Snell have been home runs. So yeah, and you're winning and, by that much. You gotta challenge him. The Luke Voigt one was the one that got me, but I, I still feel yeah. like the stat line doesn't really represent what Snell was like yesterday.
0: Right. I thought Snell was very solid in the highlights I watched. Uh, for personal reasons, I was not able to watch uh, much, if any, of the game. Let me say this: uh, in watching Luke Voigt's home run, like if this game wasn't mid September that's hitting the wall or Austin Meadows is making that catch. Like it's flying out because it is the August heat of the Bronx. Like that barely carried over. Uh, The other thing uh, you talk about, keep on moving, keep the line moving. Is that an indirect shot at Mike Zanino that, uh, you know, if he is batting eighth or ninth in the order that he would not be keeping the line moving in that scenario. I'll tell you this. uh, Mike Zanino is not, not hitting a ball up the middle. He's not squaring up a fastball and hitting it down the line. That's what Mikey Perez did yesterday.
1: And and, and although that he got caught in that uh, single trying to st- stretch it into a double by a replay, mm-hmm. which, by the way, wasn't really that convincing. So I'm all for taking that extra base there. How, how nice is it that your catcher can actually get a double and make it a, a very close play. Zunino can't do that. And yeah, I mean, I, I can talk about Zunino all day long and, yeah. and how I, I feel. But, you know, it's if he matches that not line moving, he matches that, mm-hmm. then I'm sorry. Then you, you can't be part of the rally. And Mikey was there. So, um, no, in the bullpen. The bullpen, I think, was another big, big thing uh, in that win. I mean, they pitched four innings, only one hit allowed, no runs, two walks, five strikeouts, Castillo, like you said, it was a roller coaster uh, mm-hmm. of emotions there, but he gets it done. Chaz Rowe, same thing, roller coaster. You don't know what's going to happen, but he gets it done. But there is no roller coaster with Nick Anderson. The guy is just nails. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's amazing how quickly you can become the nastiest, most locked down, confident mm-hmm. pitcher in all of baseball, and that's Nick Anderson right now.
0: Yeah, and Fairbanks isn't too bad either. Those bulging eyes staring at you, throwing 97, 98, and a sharp breaking ball. You got to love it. Hey, as far as pitching is concerned, Blake Snell, keep playing video games. Keep eating Chipotle. (laughs) Keep drinking Frappuccinos. (laughs) If if you can pitch five and and allow three earned runs every start, the Rays give you a nice solid lead, I'll take that nine times out of ten. For that's sure. Right. Uh, the last thing, I think we're burying the lead here. Brandon Lau went three for three. So I guess he's trying to win his second consecutive player of the week award. Uh, man. Th- that's great. This guy that's great. is MVP talk, MVP I, consideration. Is this, I, could this happen? This is pretty sweet. I mean, if he
1: keeps going at the rate that he is, which obviously he won't, but let's have fun. I don't know how you take it away from him. I don't I mean the guy has had mm. a home run in the last 5 games dude. He Crazy. now has 8 home runs in the season. Uh he uh, I think the the lead is at 10 right now. <laughs> and he his average is uh, upwards of 300. It's amazing what B Lao has been doing and you said it in yesterday's pod which is his strikeout rate. He's mm-hmm. not striking in, out in 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 that big, big, uh, you know, way that he was last year. He's actually bettered that. And we said in his player reviews during the offseason, that was the big thing to to tackle.
0: Yeah, and we can talk about the home run all day, but the fact that he took, laid off a a 3-2 fastball from Mm -hmm. Nelson, I mean, that's one that most guys are going to chase there, but he laid off. I mean, he has seen the ball. It's got to look like a grapefruit right now (laughs) to him right now. Don't look now. I mean, MVP talk, he's first... In war among American League players, third overall in baseball. Ahead of him is Mike Yastrzemski and Fernando Tatis Jr. Brandon Lau is third at 1.7 war. Don't look now. Don't look Amazing. now. I've got, I, I, I've got, before we break, I've got a quick over-under for you. Brandon Lau. Okay. 18 home runs. He has eight right now. I believe he had 17 last season, so that would be one more than he had in 2019, even though he played what? 81 82 games something like that before he got injured so basically i'm asking do you think he hits 10 more or does he hit 9 more 11 more 12 more does he even get to 20 does he get to 20 is that something that that could happen
1: you know what Uh, i don't know if i'm writing this yankee victory too high but i'm gonna say over i'm gonna say he does break that
0: 17 and, and gets to 18 yes okay i'm gonna say under but slightly because he's just Again, I think he's going cool, you know, to cool off a little bit, but he's still—I mean, he's still a great player, no doubt about
1: you it. You know, you know what happens if I'm right in this prop bet, right? Uh, what's that? Okay, you've always said B- Bam Bam was your boy, and I accept it. I accept uh-huh. it. I've accepted it. If I win this, now Brandon Lau
0: will be my boy. Okay. I mean, do, can I get Austin Meadows? I mean, can that be a trade-off here? <laughs> No, no, no. You can get, you can get uh, uh, Nick, Nick Franklin and D-Rob. You can get uh, Nick Franklin get and D-Rob. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> well, the, the D-Rob thing alters one of our prop bets, which we, we don't have time to get to today, but we'll probably right. have a little fun with that uh, tomorrow. So, again, Rays win, Rays win, Rays win. Great stuff. Hope they continue it tonight. Um, coming up next, we're going to change gears a little bit. Uh, we normally don't talk about the uh, San Diego Padres, or the Texas Rangers, but there was some, some controversy in a game earlier this week that involved one of the game's biggest, best young stars, Fernando Tatis Jr. We've got, I'm going to call it Tatisgate. That's what it is, Tatisgate <laughs> now. We'll explain more, but first, got to tell you about rockauto.com. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, Ulysses. So San Diego Padres superstar, Fernando Tatis Jr., is catching quite a bit of heat or has catch some heat for hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 count with his team leading by 7 in the 8th inning on a game uh, on Monday night against the Texas Rangers. So, 10-3 game, 8th inning, 3-0 count, Tatis Jr. crushes, it's like his 11th home run of the year. Uh, you know, some people in baseball circles say there's an unwritten rule that you take that 3-0 count, take your walk, or you might have to take a strike in that situation. Basically, you, you, you lay down. You, you let the pitcher get one over on you. Um, Ulysses, what is your take? What is your thoughts on this? Let me mention this. Um, you're like, oh, why are we talking about the Padres right now? First of all, this is huge baseball news. Second of all, we might as well call the Padres the West Coast Rays because they've got Cronenworth, they've got Pham, they've got uh, Pagan. Will Myers is still on the team. So they're like our our sister city over here. That's
1: right. Uh, look, uh,
0: of all the ramblings that we get into
1: in Locked mm-hmm. on Rays and, and the jokes that barely land, the best thing we got going for us is that somehow we have this crystal ball of baseball and what could possibly happen. And, and, and we got ahead of this story a week ago. If not, when the Rays beat the Atlanta Braves in the first week by 14 to five score Mm -hmm. and talked about the mercy rule. And here we go. This is brought up 10 to three and the Texas Rangers manager, uh, is a little bit upset about this. Um, what can we say? So we're telling a big league manager is upset that in a seven run lead in the eighth, the other team is trying to score. So maybe that's our 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 answer to to when should the mercy rule be instituted? Mm-hmm. So seven runs is too much in the eighth inning. Uh, I don't believe that for a second because go watch the tapes of uh, Blue Jays series uh, against the race last year, and it was eight runs on both fronts, and both teams came back f- mm-hmm. for for victory. You got to go back to I believe it was twenty ten. Uh, or oh, 2009 against the Indians and the Rays were pitching Jason Isringhausen when the Indians mounted a nine-run vict- uh, comeback victory in, in, in walk-off fashion. This is the most ridiculous thing uh, that has come out of 2020 baseball and, and mm-hmm. a lot of ridiculousness has come out. This unwritten rule about baseball, you ha- you're, he gets paid – to get wins for his team. And how do you get wins? By scoring more than the other team. You keep doing you Tatis. You got it. I don't understand also the mentality that oh well it was a cheap shot like you know that, that's easy that you can't do that. First of all, did you see where that pitch was? Yeah. That was that was that wasn't a very easy pitch to hit. And second of all, I don't I have never heard Mike Trout, Barry Bonds, Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols say you know what's really easy? Uh uh, uh hitting a grand slam. Oppo. Yeah. Uh, opposite grand <laughs> slams are are, you know, easy Against I major wake up in pitcher. the morning and do them. That's not easy. That's yeah. not easy. So I I I I just I feel really <laughs> unnerved that this is happening right now in 2020.
0: Let me ask this. Okay, because it seems like since this happened, a lot of people Myself included, yourself included, are defending Fernando Tatis. What is this contingent of people? Is it just old school baseball people and the Rangers that have come out? Because it seems on social media, and I know social media is far from real life, but outside of the Rangers and maybe some like old fogey baseball types, like I feel like we're kind of like enjoying and embracing what Tatis Jr. did or the moment of that. Usually I would
1: point the finger at, hey, this is the older generation, uh, you know, trying to, you know, keep the tradition going and all that. But I can't do that for this one either, because if Johnny Bench, one of the greatest all time players out there Mm -hmm. in an as old school as it gets. If Johnny Bench is saying this is ridiculous, Tatis needs to be hitting right there in that situation. Uh, then then I can't blame the older generation. This is just a misguided uh, perspective on older people, on younger yeah. people. Uh, it, it's just, I, I, look, I like tradition. I think some things need to be respected. You know what happens in soccer and in international so- soccer mostly that you don't get to see in baseball? What's that? It's, it's that after the game, they trade jerseys. You know, sweaty, which, you know, after COVID, you know, kind of gross, but or maybe always gross, but they trade jerseys and, you know, in a sign of mutual respect and and adoration for each other's games. That's tradition. I like that. But uh, I think that a team that's winning by 3 goals is not just going to stop scoring so they can, you know, do the yeah. trading of the jerseys in a better way. No, you keep scoring. That's what you're there for, just like in baseball. If it's the 8th inning and you have bases loaded, why am I going to hit only at 3-2? I'm going to have to wait two strikes to mm-hmm. hit? Is he is that pitcher going to do the same oh, and 2? Is he just going to give me two free balls to for le- letting me hit at 2
0: and 2 or 3 and 2? No, it doesn't happen that way. It's ridiculous. That's a great point. I agree 100% with every, everything you're saying. And also, like, I'm so glad, sort of, that this came about because people are talking about this. People are talking about this moment outside of just your baseball folks. Like, This has become a national sports story in the midst right. of the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, football training camp, college football ramping up. Like, this was a centerpiece story uh, on websites, on television, newspapers, social media. Like, baseball was finally a Padres Rangers game was the forefront of sports (laughs) for a day. Like, how can you not love that? Like, it's the all PR, any PR is good PR theory and baseball's a fairy tale it's not real life Alex Rodriguez is in the booth like he's working basically for the MLB after <laughs> getting caught with steroids like come on this is it's a game it's a game at the end of the day also like we've got to remember you got to put some context into this thing the Padres had lost five straight games up to that point they'd been swept by the Diamondbacks you want some you want you need some life you need some confidence boost you need some energy who better provides that than fernando tatis what better provides that than hitting a grand slam and putting your team up by 10 runs or so late in a ball game come on
1: and and, and you alluded to it the pad the padres bullpen has been awful mm-hmm. they've they've given up leads i mean so so you better keep pushing on, on the rangers if you're a tatis you you better hit that grand slam at least try to because that obviously isn't easy yeah but, Kudos to him and his teammates to celebrate that. You know, I think Hosmer talked to him like, hey, you know. Yeah. And one thing we haven't talked about is that apparently there was a take sign from the manager that he did not see. Right. You, If you could argue, hey, he needs to do whatever the manager says, sure, we can get into that. Yes. Uh, And, and how that, you know, you have to respect the manager's decision and all that. But – that's not what we're talking about. We're well, talking about yeah. is it okay for somebody to hit 3-0 in a seven run lead in the eighth inning? And that answer has to be a resounding yes. And I think race fans, locked on race fans, feel that's the same
0: way too. Mm-hmm. And and let's remember, he's a twenty one-year-old kid. He's a twenty one-year-old kid. Do they have these types of unwritten rules in the Dominican Republic? I'm I'm not aware of them. I don't know. Maybe it's just an American thing. Who knows? Like no, no, they're there, but I mean <sighs> They're not written down. I mean, that's the thing. Like, okay, let's also remember, too, like, it maybe be a different story if it was like Nelson Cruz or Edwin Encarnacion, like, kind of pimping it out a little bit. It's a 21-year-old kid having fun. Yeah. He's, he's a star of baseball. Baseball needs more figureheads, more personalities. Like, nobody outside of baseball talks about Mike Trout, the greatest player of our generation one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Why? Because he's kind of boring. I mean, he, he's, right. he's a lot boring. On the yeah. field and sort of, uh, I mean, on the field, his, his play is tremendous, but he doesn't have a lot of pizzazz or flash. But guys like Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, they provide that, and that should be appreciated if you're trying to grow the grow the game and endear yourself to younger generations of of sports lovers or whatnot. Um, okay, so you you kind of teased it there. We got plenty of comments from uh, the Lockdown Rays listeners out there um it's pretty much a unanimous on twitter that uh they have no problem at all with what fernando tatis jr did get paid to score that's the thing uh at the end of the day stats matter you're, you're talking mvps you're talking contracts you're talking endorsements i mean if you're nobody's gonna look back and say oh did he uh did so and so hit a home run when the team was up by six or seven no they're gonna look at so and so has This many home runs right now, or has this batting average. Come on.
1: Especially him, who as a young stud is going to get, I don't know if I can say this, but he's going to get shafted basically (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. for the next three, four years because he's under team contract and he's going to get paid uh, a a tenth of what he should be paid uh, based on market value. So he needs to put the stats up so when arbitration comes around, he can have a little bit more uh, of mm-hmm. of power there, of leverage. And, yeah. No, I I, I just – this is how you play the game. You play to win. You you, you keep putting – now, the game is – I know that 20-0, you know, like the Rangers okay, did yeah. to, to, to the Orioles. I mean there has to be – But then mercy a,
0: rule. Then put in a mercy, mercy rule. rule. Like it exactly. shouldn't be that hard really if you're
1: upset again if you're upset about somebody trying to score in the eighth inning with a seven run margin then I'm, I'm guessing the the mercy rule for a lot of managers is in their heads saying yeah. why do we need to play this this game is over and it's also in players' head that yeah why are we doing this why is he why is he why is he swinging at that three0 pitch that's ridiculous it's the eighth inning they're up by seven why are they doing this mm-hmm. if they feel that way, then let's talk about the mercy rule. Let's keep I, guys healthy. Let's keep guys off the field if they don't need to be
0: on the field. Hashtag mercy rule. We're going to get Manfred to implement Boom. this. Of all the Boom. thousands of ideas, most of them terrible for Manfred, this could actually <laughs> be a good one. Okay, quickly, uh, comments from some of our listeners. At JR underscore F8. Uh, not going to read his handle. Blue GD check mark. You can kind of figure that out for yourself. He says, quit crying and be better rangers. Uh, Ricky at R E 85 says, I don't understand why anyone is upset about a player playing baseball. I don't see why the score should matter with swinging for a home run. Uh, Chris Winston at TB underscore bucks underscore four life says it was just a stat patter cheap shot. Don't care for it, but not my team. So I won't complain about it either lol that's 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 another take too is hey i'm my team i don't care just you know move on from it um and then jim at jim period says in a 60 game season you not only need to put games away you need to put the nail in the coffin don't give him a pitch like that after digging yourself into a 3-0 count and this discussion this evening isn't happening you love to see it
1: that that's a great point too first of all don't get yourself in a 3-0 count when when you're losing by 7 maybe yeah. you know pitch better and and, and and second of all 60 games every game matters especially for a Padres uh yeah. team that has struggled to 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 get out of the, their own way and and they could possibly with this expanded playoffs get to the playoffs for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time uh, I don't remember even the last time that the Padres were 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 in the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe that really wild, card, wild, wild card game like in 2008, mm-hmm. maybe 2007. Um, but yeah, you want the wins. You need the wins if you want to get to the playoffs in this very sprint-like uh, season. Go get
0: it. Yeah. I'm 100% for this. And one final point is like you're trying to – Again, you, you still got a series against the Rangers. Don't you want to beat up their bullpen and right. wear them out for the next game? Again, 16, 162 game season, maybe it's different. Maybe it's not, too. Like, yeah. we, we've got to think about that as well. So, all right. Uh, tonight we've got Tyler Glass now going up against Gary That's pretty much all the time we have to say about that. Uh, it should be an entertaining game. Uh, we'll discuss, of course, we'll recap that game on tomorrow's show. All right. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you on Thursday.